Welcome to the Wisdom Rising podcast. I'm your host, Lama Sultrama Alione, and my goal with this podcast is really to open your own wisdom, to have your own wisdom rising, either through the meditations that I lead or introduce you to, or to the people that I interview that bring wisdom with them in their own voice, in their own traditions. So we look forward to raising our wisdom together on the Wisdom Rising podcast. And I'm so happy to share this with you. I'd like to introduce Nina now, beloved Nina. I met Nina because of my connection with Krishna Das, and she actually had a career in banking before she was with Krishna Das, and she met him in 1996. And ever since then, she's been his manager and also accompanied him in his band for all this time. And gradually, her own background, which started with her grandfather in South India singing bhajan, these devotional chants, with her as a child, came forth and her own independent development occurred. Nina has now produced several albums that are really amazing. I have them and I play them in my car on long drives and also short drives. I think she has an amazing voice and there's so much heart in her music. And I wanted to point out a couple of her albums so that you can get them if you want. There's one that was produced in 2013. It's called Antarayami, which means indwelling presence. That's the one that I had in my car that she gave me. And there's another one, a very special one, called Anubar in 2018, which means your own practice, your own spiritual experience that comes from your meditation practice. That's what Anubar means. So those are the names of her albums. And so without further ado, I want to welcome Nina and she's going to talk about the 12th Tara and her work with that, her personal work with that as well. That mantra. Thank you, Nina. I'm, I'm so incredibly honored to be with you like this. It's really moving for me. You know, I've, I've done a few programs with Lama, and I've always wanted to spend a lot of time with her, which we haven't been able to have. But every moment that I have spent with her since the very first time I met Lama, has been pure inspiration for me and infused with love. And I thank you for that, Lama, because you're really a model for many of us. Thank you so much. One of the times that I met Lama was when I went to Taramandala and we, I entered the temple and was immediately completely overwhelmed with the feeling of the beautiful energy 
of not only Machig Labron, but also the 21 Taras in the mandala. And I spent a lot of time just standing in front of each one of them. And at the time, there was a little, I don't know how it is now, but there was a little plate that had the mantra of, of the Tara. And I met Chandra during that time. And over the years, Chandra Easton, Lopan Chandra Easton, who is also a Lama's student and teacher on her own, Dorje. And we started working on these mantras together. And she felt very much that she wanted to hear them or recite them with melody. And this is something that I've been doing, just to hearing mantra and then putting melody to it very naturally. And one of the first mantras that came to the fore with a melody was this one for Tara Tashi Donje Ma, the 12th Tara. And I looked at her, um, I'll say the mantra, it's Om Tari Tutare Ture Mangalam, which is auspiciousness, Shri Mahapani Swaha. Her description is given as being uh, golden in color. She is the one who brings about auspiciousness and also timely seasons, as Lama mentioned below before. And so she's very much related to climate change, which is something that I'm very, I pay a lot of attention to. And one of the things that I, I did after I left banking and, and before I was actually working with Krishnadas full-time is that I took people out into the wilderness of Africa and India. And it was during that time that I founded and created this charity called SavingWildTigers.org because my understanding was that, and this is my little corner of the earth and that this charity is dedicated to, but everywhere I go, I would like to be able to bow to the blessings that we receive from Mother Nature. So our, if we are able to invoke the energy of this Tara 12, because I, like Lama, believe that prayer can change things. Prayer does change things. Our mind energy, our intention changes things not only within us and our ability to absorb and accept and then move through everything that's going on around us in a way with wisdom and compassion, but also the doing of prayers can change the outcome of a situation. And this is something that my guru, Siddhima, was talked about all the time and how important it was that for anything that we wanted for ourselves or for any other beings, praying was the way. This is where we can put our energy. And the best and easiest way to pray and to meditate using our mental energy is the use of mantra, which in India, they say, is the practice for the current age. And we employ the mantras to help focus our minds, give us clarity, and bring about the wisdom within us. But also the sound of the mantra will change the situation, can change whatever samskaras 
are affecting each of us. And ultimately, we can reach out to this entire planet in which we live and understand that this planet and the universe beyond is made up of these elements as we are as well, the five elements. And it is held together by Gaia, if you want to call her that, Mother Earth, Bhumi Devi is another word that we use in India, the Jagatambe, Mother of the Universe. She patiently is holding us. No matter what we offer back to her, she gives us back what we need to sustain ourselves. She also gives us clues about where we might do better. For example, these kind of incidences that happen like wildfires, mass extinction of species, and so on, so that we can notice what we need. Look at the temple in which we live. We're connected to all these beings. Without them, we wouldn't be here. And it is our connection through these beings that connect us then to the divinity, through the sacredness of all including each other's hearts, our human friends and those who are not. So I feel like some of our prayers might have been answered with the passing of the new climate bill by the Senate that will help because it's also our dharma, our duty to do our part in slowing down the rise in the temperature of our planet. So we can start by, uh, Lama asked me to share a little bit about what I do. And in my little corner of the world, I like to talk about conserving what we have been given by Mother Nature already. We have incredible wildlands, wilderness, including the waters, the oceans, the rivers, the lakes, the ice formations at the top of the mountains that are Im Im imperative for preserving the temperature on this planet and for water and for life for all living beings. So we can start by preserving what we have left. Whatever wilderness we might have in national forests, in nature preserves, because within these forests are held the secrets of nature which we don't know, we know just a tiny fraction of. And once they're lost, there's no way for us to recreate this wisdom, this life, this prana, this life force that makes up this planet and our universe. So that's one aspect of it. So that's conservation or preservation. The other is what we take out from the earth, what we take away from the planet, how do we moderate our use of what we think we need, what we need to consume, whether it's fossil fuels, whether it's farming of the land where we've completely depleted the soil by use of certain pesticides. So that's what we put back into the earth. And so, for example, one of the things that arises from that is the death of all these fish in the river in Poland. And we have no idea They've detected some toxic substances, chemical substances in the water. 
that's possibly the cause for the death of these fish. So what we take out of the earth, what we put into the earth, and how we can preserve what is natural. These are the ways in which we can do our part to help Tara, help us. So that's the kind of work that we do. Simple things like in the area that I live up here in New Paltz, um, my tiny plot of land, I am um, creating, planting native species. So there's a beautiful website called Homegrown National Park where you can find out what your native species are and grow them. And the beauty of it is that you don't have to do much gardening. You just plant because they're used to this environment. They'll grow. And what happens is all the birds, the pollinators, the bees, the butterflies, the worms, the snakes, all these beings will come and make their home. And on the, in this country, for example, 78% of the land is privately owned. So imagine if we made all of our land into national parks with native species that are native to each of the areas in which we live. We'll be creating one giant national park. And when we do that, we have trees, we preserve the trees that are holding the carbon in the earth. All these things are going to help with what we're trying to achieve here and what we're praying for, what we're praying for. And so these climate bills that's been passed, for example, helps us to buy electric cars, for example, preserve more of the wilderness areas, cleaning up certain parts of the, some of the waters that, are, that we have access to, and so on. So much of it is part, there's much more that we can do, but it's a big step in the right direction. So that's Tara working on our plane over here for us. Thank you so much for being with us. And I'm wishing you all a, a beautiful week and Lots of love to all of you. Thanks, everyone. Lots of love. Thank you, everyone, for being with us for this Wisdom Rising podcast. May it benefit all beings. And I'd like to take a moment to thank the production team of Wisdom Rising and also to let you know that if you would like further information on my work or the associated people who work with Tara Mandala, you can reach out to the Tara Mandala website, T-A-R-A-M-A-N-D-A-L-A dot O-R-G. Thanks, everyone. Stay safe.